Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Tuesday, March 23rd. Hope uh, your week is off to a great start. Uh, you know, uh, yesterday, sorry, we had a little technical difficulty, so uh, missed, uh, missed yesterday's show. Sorry about that. Uh, hopefully, we've got everything fixed and up and running today and ready to go. So, hey, with that, Dave's coming up next. But before we do uh, go to Dave, remember that risk is the only thing that you can really control within your portfolio. So if you don't know exactly how much risk you have, give us a call at 863-382-0037. It's very important that you know what your risk number is. Again, that number is 863-382-0037. Hey, Dave's coming up next. The weather and try to at least lift some of the fog on finances here. Time to check in and see what your IRA and 401k are doing to you this morning with finances. Yes, he's here from Statler Financial Services in downtown Sebring. Philip Statler's on the phone. Have you been out yet this morning, Philip? How bad was the drive-in? It was the worst I've had as far as fog that we've had this year. Uh, yeah, it did take me a little extra time to get in this morning, even on Highway 27, which usually by the time I get to 27, it's pretty clear. Uh, mm -hmm. There were some pretty areas in there that the, the fog got pretty dense. You're kind of my acid test because you drive in from the country club area, and that generally is about the foggiest part of the county when we get this uh, cloud bank here. I was saying earlier, I can't even see the highway out our windows just across the parking lot. I can now make out the parking lot, but uh, the highway is still invisible to me. This is, I, I agree, about the worst I've seen so far this year. Yeah, it is. So I had to be a little slower. But yesterday, hey, I apologize for yesterday, folks. I just uh, I had a little technical difficulty uh, trying to do stuff from the house and uh, just, uh, you know, computers and technology some days. Hey, some, like I tell the boss around here, uh, the Internet is getting more reliable, but it ain't quite to the level of running water yet, right? That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> well, we start out the morning setting the table for this morning on Wall Street with a uh, reasonably decent day yesterday. The Dow recovered up by 103 points. NASDAQ jumped up by a point and a quarter, 162 points up. And the Standard & Poor's was kind of sort of in the middle percentage-wise, up 28 points yesterday. I'm looking at the futures, and uh, it doesn't look like we're going to continue that this morning. And basically, it's just a whole pile of tidbits that are messing with us. Yesterday, it didn't seem to affect the markets that much when we got housing starts out, though. That happened after we were off the air yesterday morning. Yeah, it did. Um, and so existing – it wasn't home starts. It was existing home sales. Um, and, and it was – I mean, I think it's a, a pretty substantial miss. They expected it to be like 650 or 6.5 million. It came at 6.22 million. And that's down from the 6.7 million it was in uh, in the previous month. So um, a, a miss there. I did see that you know things in the housing market really did slow down significantly in the month of February. I just got to believe a lot of that was weather. I mean, you know, the half of the southern tier estates were shut down by that uh, that weather disaster they had, and it really hasn't cleared up up north enough yet for things to catch fire. I, I guess in my own mind, while I'm not happy with a miss, I'm kind of thinking I half expected that given the weather last month, wouldn't you? Well, yeah, I would, but obviously it's more than what uh, what the analysts really thought it would be. Um, so that uh, – 
you know, I think the number was, I read an article yesterday, it was like 6.9% down from the pre- previous month. Yeah, not what we wanted to see by any measure. Uh, getting my uh, data confused, whatnot, it's housing starts today, right? It is new home sales today. Okay. See, I'm getting confused. It's a housing figure, and I, as long as it beats that's, it, I don't even care what the specific one is. That's right. That's right. As long as we get some good news, that would be good, wouldn't it? Exactly. Other tidbits going out that are affecting the markets. There was some negative news that came out yesterday on the AstraZeneca vaccine. Uh, it got named uh, safe and effective and then passed up to the FDA for uh, emergency authorization. And then word came out from the uh, muckrakers in the news media that AstraZeneca was using old data for their uh, for their test uh, protocols. And that doesn't help confidence in the vaccine in general. And we got enough resistance out there for folks on political rationales, libertarian thoughts, or just general fear of vaccines in general. Last thing in the world we need is to have a one chink in the confidence level in the vaccine protocol we're being offered around this country. That can't help the financial confidence. You're, you're so right, Dave. That, that's got to be um, that's just a black eye because it, we're already having issues with people not wanting to do the vaccine. And so now you come up with this where, where we've got data that may not be trustworthy and, and, and you want to go ahead and get the U.S. to approve it. I just, um, yeah, I thought AstraZeneca was a little better than that, but uh, it's, uh, it, it causes some concern. No, oh, yeah. It, it, as I said, it puts a chink in the armor of confidence in the vaccine protocol overall. It'll be interesting today, now that they've got an opportunity to respond to it today, uh, how they explain it. I mean, okay, fine. Old data, same formula. We may find out that it's all just straightforward and honest. But at this point in time, at the very least, there's a little bit of upset in the uh, vaccine protocol world. Other stuff going on today. We've got both Secretary of the Treasury Yellen and Chairman Powell from the Fed getting hauled up in front of Congress today. And just political realities, what they are, the Biden administration is looking for a more aggressive stimulus stance. Uh, It's going to be assumed that Janet Yellen is going to have nothing good to say about the economy at this point. I'm sure that's the deal. She wants more stimulus. But let's face it, you know, we talked last week about Goldman Sachs coming out and and really saying that, you know, 2021, we could be 6.9% GDP growth. Um, you know, we could be, I saw an article yesterday, we could be a full um, employment by the end of this year. So I think there's a lot of good things happening. And for her to trash the economy, just to get more stimulus is not being responsible at this point. We need to see what's going to happen with all the money that we put into the system and the vaccine coming to fruition and most of the people I won't say most but a lot of folks I mean even my age group now hey you know 50 and older can get the vaccine so uh, you know let's see what happens over the next three to six months as more and more people get vaccinated let's don't start throwing more money at it which kind of gets to the point that we always need to offer the advice that always look at what a public official says through the uh, lenses that they're looking through. And in the case of Yellen, she's got an administration agenda to uh, increase the stimulus level in the country. So you know, there's going to be a tinge to the uh, data. But, yeah, Florida has now, I was checking, Florida is over 38.2% vaccinated with at least one dose of a vaccine. So the progress has been amazing and the progress has been measurable So we're making those dents toward that notion of herd immunity, and that's all good news. 
and it tends toward putting a bright spot on the economic forecast. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, and I don't know. I'd I'd love to see the number. I haven't seen the number yet. You know, if Florida doesn't have the best percentage of vaccinated um, residents than any other state out there, uh, I would I would bet that we do. Um, so we're. We're above the midpoint among the, among the big states. California had a big jump yesterday. This, they were at a similar percentage rate to us. But, yeah, we're on pace or ahead of the other big populated states. I mean, you get to little places like North Dakota, yeah, they've got like 44% of their population done. But you've got to keep in mind there's only three-quarters of a million people living there. That's true. Then you got, I saw yesterday, New Jersey closing back down, basically not, you know, they're going to hold where they are because their numbers are going up. Um, and they just don't understand you got to get through it um, and got to get people vaccinated and then move forward. But and all that plays on the economy, folks. And that really does. Uh, and that's why we talk about it so much, because all that stuff, vaccinations, you know, the covid virus, we've already seen what it could do last year. And we're hoping that by the end of this year that that we're clear of it and and everything's running smoothly again. Absolutely. And as you say, you young bucks over 50 now get a chance to get into it. And I've always noted that here in Highlands County, 45 to 64 year olds right now are the big bump in terms of the case count. So seeing the folks over 50 uh, eligible for vaccines that I'm considering that to be personal good news for our local community at the very least. Absolutely. Other stuff, going, yeah. Other stuff going on. I had uh, just you know tidbits again. We were talking last week about there being a global chip shortage in terms of electronic chips. Volvo is getting tanked right now today because they released that they've had to shut down some of their truck production because they can't get chips for the computers that control them. We talked about uh, you know Tesla and a couple of the other makes of cars having some production difficulties because they can't get a hold of their computer chips. Uh, one more down the alley now. Yeah, I read an article. I can't remember which manufacturer it was, was going ahead and it was a truck. It may have been Ford. They're going ahead and they're just going to build them without the chip right now. I'm, I'm trying to figure, okay, can you drive them without the chip? I mean, that's, that's, uh, yeah, what good does that do if you, if you can't, uh, can't get the chip? But hey, the other thing I want to mention is, you know, we haven't talked about overseas much lately. Germany ordered the most restrictive lockdown yet over Easter weekend. Um, I know Italy's in the same boat. They're locking down almost as bad as bad as it was at the very beginning of this thing. So a lot of the European countries are coming back down to lockdowns, but they're behind us, I believe, when it comes to vaccinations. And they're ahead of us in terms of the other variants of the bug that are out there. Remember, Europe being uh, not as homogenous an area as we are even by that measure, uh, they've got a lot more of the imports. They've seen some of the South African variant get in up there that we haven't even seen yet here. Uh, so, you know, they're, they're maybe reacting overly strongly to it, but at the very least, they've got different concerns over there. Uh, that's true. They, they do have different things to worry about over there. Hey, on the earnings front, I only have one. Yeah. I mean, we're really and truly at the end, right? We got, what, seven days left of, of this quarter. And so uh, the only thing I have out there is a company called Tencent Music Entertainment. Um, and they missed uh, slightly uh, from what Wall Street expectations were. Their, uh, their music streaming service. They did uh, ink a deal with uh, Warner Music, a multi-year deal with them for licensing. And, uh, and they've also created a, a joint venture with Warner to establish a music label in China. 
but it's uh, not helping them much today. They're they're down about one percent this morning. Ten cent music. Yep, ten cost, cent music. Cost, cost me a buck to buy a single. That sounds like a bargain. It ought to be working. <laughs> Resetting the table for the morning. Up day on Wall Street yesterday. Not exactly barn burner, but a good day. 45 minutes before we open this morning, Philip. I'm kind of sort of looking at some red ink on my delayed quotes. How are we doing before we open? I got more red ink than I got green ink, Dave, today. Uh, well, let's, uh, let's look at where we are on the stock indexes. We got the Dow 30 down four-tenths of a percent. That's about $130. We got the S&P 500 down three-tenths, a little over $11. The only green thing I have is the NASDAQ up uh, a quarter of a percent. So they're, they're tanking up a, a little bit. On the commodity side, again, more red than green. Silver's down a, a little over a tenth of a percent. Gold is up less than a tenth of a percent. Crude oil, hey, you got to like this, Dave. Down three and three quarters of a percent to $59.23 a barrel. Can you say gas prices coming down? Yeah, I can. I can <laughs> whether, <laughs> whether or not they will is another question, right? Yeah, I did hear I did hear a little thing yesterday that the the difference between the wholesale and retail fuel prices that has expanded to better than twenty cents a gallon. And for f- those out there, that's a pretty good profit for the retailer out there. Uh, sometimes they make pennies on the gallon, so when they're making twenty cents a gallon, they're pretty happy. Yeah, at this point in time, because they don't know what their next week prices are going to be liking, they're keeping the margins up because they don't know whether they're really going to get scrawled when the shipment comes in next week. So, uh, well, I, I I can't say I feel sorry for them. At the very least, I understand the reticence of moving prices around too much. Overseas markets, by and large, everybody had a little bit of red ink this morning. Japan looked at our futures and went, you. When they closed, they were all down fractionally, and Europe is doing about the same halfway through their day. Uh, this is one of those times I, we can't explain why we suddenly went started turning downward last night, but we did. If that's a retirement that you're looking at a couple of years from now, that's not something you want to see. How do I find you to uh, insulate myself from these ups and downs, Philip? You know, Dave, the most important people, most important thing people need to realize is how much risk they have in their portfolio, the clo- especially the closer they get to retirement or if they're already retired. And then give us a call at 863-382-0037. Catch our website at statlerfinancial.com. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730. And, of course, back here tomorrow morning on Light FM at the same time. Philip, thank you so much, and we'll catch you then, all right? All right, man. You have a great day. Thank you much. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. I know you're seeing, not seeing me this morning, but uh, again, a little technical difficulties with my webcam. Um, Microsoft update over the weekend, and so it was a little foggy. So didn't want to give you the, the blurred version. So, hey, I hope that your week is off to a great start. I look forward to you joining me again tomorrow. Have a great day. Until then.